hey how's it going guys how you doing on this lovely thursday july 19th is that right sounds does that sound right right yeah we'll go with that yeah let's just uh, go with that how you guys doing how's your day going it's a beautiful day in halifax nova scotia beautiful today warm yes construction everywhere uh, it wouldn't be nova scotia without some summer construction at least 300 projects i'm sure going simultaneously in the city wasn't that something like they had last year? It was oh, an yeah. insane amount of pro, yeah. like projects it was around. around. Yeah, it ridiculous. was crazy. Yeah, it seems like the same thing. So uh, even less parking downtown. Yeah. If you can imagine that. Yeah, but even on the street down here. The whole street is gone. Yeah. You can't park anywhere. No. But uh, it's a sunny day and we'll take that. Yes, of mm, course. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is TK. This is my man, Tony. And we find interesting news articles from around the globe and we bring them to the comforts of your home. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is Talking Trends. Mm. And <laughs> if you didn't know what you were watching. Yeah, just in case or, or listening. Or, or to listening to. Um, but and also, we are unlike a lot of podcasts out there as this show is done live. So again, I'm speaking to the people in the chat. Uh, we want to hear your comments, opinions, and thoughts thoughts on the stories that we'll be covering and also shouts out to everybody that has subscribed to our show on youtube uh, google play and itunes all you simply have to do is type in talking trends uh on youtube and you'll find us and for itunes and google play talking trends audio podcast hit us up rate the show yeah and say la vie do it uh up on today's show mm -hmm. we got a good one we got some feisty feisty topics yes we do you know um some people shouldn't be parents Agreed. We report, I think, on most of them. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, in this case, a woman has been sentenced to jail for 40 years for killing her two-year-old child for wetting the bed. Boy. Yeah. Um, yep. You ever let anybody cut in line in front of you? You want to be a nice person? You're just like, Excuse I'm not me. usually a nice person. No, I know so, this. So, you know, I have a very small heart. So, no. Uh, so, you have not. <laughs> Not that I can remember. Okay. You have, I'm sure. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it led to somebody winning quite a lot of money. See? That's why I don't let people cut in front of me. <laughs> Tony has all the details on that, of course. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have a delicious story. Um, Yummy. Yeah, it's kind of delicious. Heartwarming. A little sad. A little sad, a little delicious, a little heartwarming. Yeah, I like that story. Uh, so there's a terminally ill dog. But, Aww. I know, I'll let you guys cry it out for a moment. Okay, okay. Uh, so there's a terminally ill dog, but mm -hmm. you know what? There's a Burger King that stepped in and decided to give him free burgers for the rest of his life. That's pretty badass. That's not too bad. I ain't gonna lie. Congrats. Nice. Congrats, yeah. Burger Shout King. Shout out to BK. Yeah. And, uh, man, you and the money stories. Yeah, it's all money today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I like a few dollars. Hey. Yeah. Um, in this case... Uh, family was given a little inheritance of upwards uh, to five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Unfortunately, that money got confiscated at the border. No. And it sits there today. So, don't bring that big money across the border, people. No. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, interesting story. Uh, and shouts out to anybody celebrating a birthday. We don't know any celebrities today that are celebrating <laughs> a birthday. Apparently, it was not a popular day no. to get busy. No. Um, so yeah, we don't have anybody of uh, of any. Uh, you know, celebrity status that we wanted to report. But if you're out there, we don't know about you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you And guys. even if you're not a celebrity, happy birthday to you guys, yeah, too. More, more life to you guys. More life to you guys, of course. So we're going to kick things off with this. Uh, we'll start on a downside, on a down note. Yes. Yeah, we'll go up. We'll go up. We it's swear. all right. We'll get there. So a mother who killed a bedwetting son was handed down 40 years for her crime. 
Mm. Uh, South Dakota woman accused of beating her two-year-old son to death after he wet his bed has been sentenced to 40 years in federal prison. Jesus. Uh, 30-year-old Katrina Shangro pleaded guilty in March to second-degree murder in the July 2016 death of her two-year-old son, uh, Kylan Shangro. Yep. And she was sentenced on Tuesday. Uh, Shangro admitted to assaulting the toddler with a studded belt. She also threw him to the ground, kicked him in the abdomen and head, and bit him several times as if Jesus doing the rest wasn't enough. Like the kid can fight back too. Like right, exactly. Yeah. Um, her mother Sonia uh, has pleaded not guilty to being an accessory and hindering the investigation. So it's kind of like a weird family ordeal. Nice family. Yeah. And and the boy's father is serving time, of course, in federal prison for abuse and neglect of a son with a different woman. There you go. How did these people find each other? Listen, they roll in the same crew. Yeah. I don't know, man. Disgusting. It is very disgusting. And again, I always propose this question to to anybody listening and watching this. Do you think the the time fits the crime? Do you think 40 years is enough for this person? Hopefully, they don't get a chance of parole. Well, is it 40 with a chance of parole or no? I don't know. We don't know. It's just 40 years in federal prison. Okay. Uh, I'm Um, assuming when she gets there, once the other inmates find out probably what she did, it's not going to be pretty for her. No, absolutely not. Uh, You know what? I don't know. 40 years. She's 30 now. She's 30. She can still get out when she's 70. Now, here's the problem. Because I was going to ask you if it's in the U.S. or not. It is obviously in the U.S. South Dakota. You know, prisons are overflowing. Yeah. Now, this is a serious crime. This is obvious. Was it murder? Was that the actual? Second degree. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So second degree is not. How is it second degree, not first? That's I'm fucking insane. Not sure how one. they they squeeze that That's one. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. some good lawyering right there. Right. Um, because they'll you know they'll they start emptying out jails with people for lesser you know what I mean with yeah. the lesser not that it's a lesser crime but the fact that it's second degree not first mm. that makes a big difference in the U.S. Yeah. She may only serve maybe twenty years. Who knows? Yeah. She can get out when she's fifty, and still have a decent. And decent, still, you know what I mean? Life. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're still out and you're still alive. That yeah. kid's not alive. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, I hope every day that she's awake and goes to bed, the, the thoughts of her doing her crime haunts her. Yeah. Uh, for, for her time spent in jail, hopefully all 40 years. I think in this case, it's definitely a sufficient amount of time. I mean, I would just like her to stay there for the rest of her life. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, 40 years is a long time. I get it. Yeah. But I just don't understand. It's like, guys, you're going to have a kid. These are the things that you're probably going to run into when having a kid. Yes. And wetting the bed, I would assume, I don't have any kids, is probably on the low scale of annoyances. Wait till they get to being a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the whole situation. <laughs> right. uh, Sally said she should be in a mental institution, some sort of mental facility, obviously. Right. She also says, I, I just like children, but I wouldn't beat one. So, no. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, listen, it's part, it's part and parcel with having a kid. You know that messes are going to be a part of yes. that whole so I have two kids. Wedding the bed, part of it. Tony, what's the bed? I still do it he today. Still does it. He just did it today. And, you know, I don't get beaten. Yeah, I didn't beat Tony today. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's part It's part of being a parent. Now, these are pretty shitty parents. Yes. Obviously, the mother, a uh, disgusting individual here. Yeah, I just don't understand. The mother kills her own <clears throat> child. Yeah. And the dad, well, she's now in federal prison. Yeah. The father of this child is in federal prison Already as well there. Yeah. for... Uh, child abuse similar crime 
I just again, it just it mystifies me. It it's like similar to when you know, um, it's an emotional thing. So, as a parent, you know, if these things happen, it can be frustrating. It happens over and over and over again. You start going, you know, a little bit crazy. Right. And you're like, why is why are they not stopping? Why aren't they? Well, number one, it, she's two years old, the yes. child. Yeah. Um, it's like when you get in those baby shaking situations. For they sure. So frustrated, yeah. and that's what happens. They don't realize what's going on. Right. This situation here, there definitely some, something mentally is not there yeah you know what i mean like you don't you have the conscious to beat your own child at two yeah. years old uh and continue you say biting and all By kind of, kicking like, no you're not mentally right up here exactly to, you, to continue on from no. maybe a little bit of for i'm not uh, condoning any sort of discipline for uh beating your kid for no. <clears throat> wetting the bed but i mean after hitting your kid with the studded belt and then continuing on is is crazy to me. When you say the 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 grandmother was there? Well, the mother has not. She kind of mother was there. Well, I don't know the the ins and outs of the case, of the case, okay. but it did mention that the mother uh, the was a uh, let me accessory. You were saying she was ex, uh, which means she probably was there. She pleaded. She pleaded not guilty to be an accessory and hindering the investigation because she probably wanted to protect her daughter. Oh right, right, okay, okay. But um, I mean, it's just like yo, your grand child died yeah uh and here's the thing chances are it's not the first time an incident like this has happened with this particular parent if the grandmother would have stepped in and maybe did something because it maybe something similar had already happened with this mother yeah you know what i mean maybe could have saved the child's life and the woman still could have gone away right lost her privileges with the child so but but at the same time got a little help mentally so these are always situations, man. They have to get help. Yes. And uh, yeah, so shitty parent right there. Yeah. Big uh, time. Another parent of the year. Yeah. The best thing is walk away. You get frustrated. Exactly. Take 10 seconds, walk away, yeah. come back to the situation. Let the child kick and scream yeah. and do whatever. Yeah. But take a couple minutes to for yourself, for your own sanity, so you can prevent yourself from potentially yeah. uh, doing this. Sally just said the same thing. Leave the room, take a breath, go back yeah. and deal with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know? What I mean? like you do with me all the time. Yeah. He takes a breath. Walks away from me, doesn't beat me. Nope. Comes back. I, I let, then he beats me. I let the I let I let Tony kick and scream for yeah. a couple minutes Wait. by himself in the room. I know. And then I come back and I gotta get it up. Talk to him like he's an adult. Yeah. And clean up the bed. And then and then we're good. And then we're on to our next topic, <laughs> which is yeah. uh, cutting in line led to major wins for mm -hmm. one gentleman. Yeah. Well, if if this ever if there was ever a story that made you want to beat somebody, this, this would be the one. Right. Because uh, yeah, was not a good uh, was not a good day for the woman. Great day for the man. Yeah, British man actually who won more than a million dollars in the lottery uh, after a woman let him cut in line <laughs> to go in front of her. Aaron Walshaw, 32 years old, said he's now planning his dream. I bet planning his dream wedding with his fiance to his fiance, Sari Hall, 23, uh, after nabbing the big prize according to BBC, and it wouldn't have been possible without a stroke of luck, he said. Uh, quote, I popped into a nearby shop where me and another lady approached the cashier. Uh, she must have seen that I was in a rush because she insisted I went before her. Uh, also, quote, saying, I don't think I would have been in time to buy my ticket if she hadn't let me go first. Oh, he added, saying he lo uh, he'd love to cr track down the woman uh, oh. who let him go first so he can thank her. Hopefully, thank you with a little bit of money. A little financial thank, thanking. Uh, for now, uh, Walshaw said he will continue to work as a plasterer. 
Okay. So he's keep working. And he said uh, him and his fiance prepare uh, for their big day. We've got a wedding to plan, he said. I want to make it uh, the wedding of series dreams. Damn. So what do you do if this happens to you? Uh, you let people cut in line. I know your MO. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm nice every now and Even then. if you had one item and someone had 20 items, you'd let the 20 item person go. <laughs> For some wild reason, I'll never understand your ways. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd lose it. If you, if, if, oh, I don't know. I wonder man. if the, I wonder if the lady found out that he won. That's another thing. Well, I don't think she. No, maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she, if she does, if if I didn't know, yeah, it'd be. I could, I could probably get some sleep, and I would be like, okay. No, but if you knew, but if I knew, I'd be like. You should be trying to track him down. Yeah, but it's he has no obligation to give no, you. No, but you know what? If he says this in the, in a publication of some sort, uh, and he says he wants to thank, hopefully he. Well, give, that's true too. Hopefully he gives some sort of uh, prize to her. I would think he would. I would think if he's trying to actually track her down. Yeah. If he's trying to do that, but if he says it, oops, and puts it, <laughs> track track me down. Yeah, puts it out in there in the public, like in the in the news. Then obviously, you know, maybe he's trying to track her down, and yeah. you know, she should maybe track him down. Flip the script, lady. Oh man, go try to find him. Clearly, he's got I, a little bit of percentage for you. I know what you would do in this situation. You're basically you're Listen, basically saying it right now. <laughs> I would be going back to the store. Give me that surveillance footage. <laughs> Who is do this you man? know that lady? <laughs> I would stake outside. Uh, you know what I mean? I'd be waiting out there. Oh man, he's coming back here for sure. <laughs> you know he's a plasterer. Listen, you know around where he lives. <laughs> find find the plasterer companies. Try to find the dude. Hire him as a. Be one of his clients yeah. and just be like, hey, listen. Hey, do you remember me? Yeah. I let you cut in front, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you got some of the millions for me, please? Oh, man. I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, here's the thing the guy's planning a wedding, so it just seems like the timing. It's is good. Right. And you know what uh, also is kind of good about this story? He's, he's a young guy. He's in his 30s. Young fella. Which I also like to see because usually a lot of the time, a lot of people win the lottery, majority is a lot older. What are you saying about old people, man? I'm not saying, you know. You know. Oh, you saying something. <laughs> you saying you don't want old people to win. No, no. I like it when everybody. I just like it when the, <laughs> I, just, I just like it when the young people win and, and have a more of their life ahead of them and stuff like that that they can. I don't know. I'm not saying be. Oh, God. You know what? I'm just going to stop. <laughs> well, it brings up the, the thing we just talked about with the Chase the Ace earlier this week. Yeah. Where the lady's like suing her own friggin' nephew for half of the money. Unbelievable. You know, this guy here cuts the front. He's trying to find the other party to thank her. Yeah. So it's like the opposite situation. And they're not related, just complete right. stranger. Yeah. But he knows it wouldn't have happened if she didn't let me this cut in front. Yeah. You know what I mean? She probably, again, I don't, it doesn't say whether she was buying a ticket or not. So it may not have been her ticket, but he said I wouldn't have made the, the time exactly. to get my ticket. Exactly. In. So that does count. It so, I mean, have. listen, shouts out to this guy. He's, if he is trying to find her, good for him, man. Because yeah. most people probably wouldn't. No. They would be good to go with their lottery winnings. And they'd be gone. I'd be out. Yeah. Big time. Um, but, you know, guys, I, I would let. The people of Talking Trends butt in front of me for whatever. It's cool. Of course you would. And speaking of those people. Button in front of us. It's that roll call time. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. We have Sally in the house, of course. Jonathan Cromwell always joining us. And DJ Hockey. Uh Jeanette's in the house. Dan's in the house. Carrie's in the house. Brandon also in the house. Thank you guys for joining us. Once again today, we appreciate that. Daniel, my man in Miami, one of my good friends in Miami, Dan Brady. Uh yeah nice he's my uh my homie hey there you go yeah we got a good story how we met so oh geez oh yeah 
I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Not that kind of story. Uh, okay, sure. You better calm your little body down. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like you're cutting line and you want a million dollars. Oh, man. Uh, I'm interested to hear this weird story. Well, you know, what's good as, a, as winning a million dollars is winning free cheeseburgers. Yes. That's a pretty good thing. That's not too bad. That's not bad at all. No. Uh, in this story, there's a terminally ill dog that's getting free cheeseburgers for life at a burger Man. Camp. Right. Give me those cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, a family dog will live the rest of his days with a happy stomach, thanks to a Burger King. Uh, one of the fast food chain's restaurants in Toledo, Ohio, is treating a 10-year-old Cody, a boxer lab mix who has terminal cancer, to his favorite snack, which is cheeseburgers, uh, for free. Yep. And I believe cheeseburgers are a lot of people's favorite snacks. <laughs> Me, please. Uh, my family and I were heartbroken over the news, but we decided we wanted to try and make the last part of his life the best we could. Uh, the family wrote, uh, every day since we found out, we've gotten him a plain cheeseburger to eat with his many medications to make it easier and more enjoyable for him. Wow. I want a cheeseburger with my medication. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we can't even get you to take your medication. Yeah, seriously. Um, then on Sunday when the family visited a Burger King to get Cody's burger, an employee politely asked why this person was, why you were getting a plain burger. Mm. Uh, and then they told her why. And the Burger King employee left to speak with the manager who said Corey could, uh, sorry, Cody could eat Cody. cheeseburgers for the rest for free wow. at their location. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can't explain how much that means to us and my family are beyond appreciative, the family said, adding the employees at this location are the best around. Yeah, good on the employee Big for time. just being like, Big time. hey, you know what? I'm going to go take the extra step and talk to my manager. Hey, listen, yeah. there's a terminally ill dog yeah. that loves cheeseburgers and I just want to see what we can do. Yeah. And I mean, the burgers are fairly cheap, I'd say. Cheeseburger at Burger King probably run you less than like two, three dollars. So what's it, to, what's it to them? Well, the cost to them is oh, virtually nothing. Nothing. So, yeah. I mean, again. And they probably throw away some of them at the end of the day or right. whatever the case may be. So a burger a day is nothing. I'm assuming it just would be like one or two a day, if that. Nothing to them. Yeah. Something very big yeah. for Cody. So uh, Burger King's corporate Twitter account responded to the family's tweet saying, the world needs more kindness, kindness and empathy. And they replied, of course, saying, thank you for giving us the chance to do this for Cody. Mm. Uh, guys, do this for me. <laughs> you don't even eat meat. <laughs> Give me some fries. Oh, good lord! <laughs> All the things you eat, you never eat a thing of fries every day. <laughs> Bloody uh, hell! The family wants the rest of Cody's days, of course, to be as comfortable as possible. Uh, they said <clears throat> he's such a loyal dog. Yes. Uh, we call him our old gentleman. I call, I call Tony my old gentleman. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Couldn't it just be gentleman? Why has it got to be old or right. something, too? Let's get it. So they call him his old, their old gentleman of because of how he looks out for us. And we wanted to thank him for being such a good boy. Nice. Very so, nice. yeah, just a nice little, That's a nice story. Nice little story. Yeah. Not much uh, criticism coming from my end or, or, or many comments. Just uh, there that salutes to the Burger King in Toledo, Ohio, for doing that. Listen, shouts out, man. That's, uh, again, something they don't have to do. No. And good on that employee. You're right. Yes, to good. recognize that situation. That's a good employee. That's an employee where it deserves, like, you know what? You get an, a day off this week. You get a free cheeseburger. You Jack. get a free cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> the dog gets one, then you get one. Yes. Back and forth. It's a give and take relationship. Right. Uh, and speaking of a give and take relationship, Ooh. Uh, definitely, I'd say a take relationship. A family was given an inheritance of $500,000. Mm-hmm. And the border authority took that and has since not given it back. Well, as you know, 
when you cross the border with your tens of thousands of dollars, yes, which I know you do on a regular basis. Clearly, yeah. Um, you know, you usually have your money belt strapped around your waist, yeah, or yeah. in unmentionable areas. Yes, uh, <laughs> you got to be very careful because yeah. crossing the border, they will take your money. Uh, an Ottawa man acting as an executor of a will says TD Canada Trust gave him faulty advice mm. to mail. $500,000 in bank drafts to a family member in the U.S., a move that caught the attention of the U.S. border officials who seized the money. Big time sucks. Uh, almost a year. So basically a year later, the money is stuck at the border. Oh. Executor, uh, Executor David uh, Sakely uh, worries the family members may never see that, may never see that inheritance. It's uh, like the money has fallen into a black hole, he says. He said uh, he was in a rush to send the money because uh, one of the beneficiaries' health is quickly deteriorating. So it was going towards a health uh, uh, situation that they mm -hmm. had going on. He needs to pay the mounting pile of medical bills, obviously, in the U.S. Uh, he also says a TD won't cancel the bank drafts. TD, come yo, on, come this on. is bad press this because is... it treats the documents as cash. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, U.S. border officials won't release the money, deeming it counterfeit. Oh, you can't man. mail you can't mail more than ten thousand dollars across the border without notifying officials beforehand. So that's a little bit on him. Maybe he should have maybe found that out before he mailed that across. I suppose, but also you know I mean? think from the bank they should have known better as well. The bank for sure. They just, don't get off the hook. Yeah, just be like, no. uh, no, actually, this is the way you want to do uh, it. They should probably have just wired the money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. But he also says the bank never told him that. Um, he says, "quote I had faulty advice. I trusted the bank. I thought they were experts. I'm just a high school teacher. I don't know anything about sending money. Uh, <laughs> there's half a million dollars in limbo and die and, and a dying beneficiary. Oh. If he dies without getting his bequest, I think there's something wrong with that. Yeah, no shit. Wow, uh, that is not a good thing. So the way he sent this, and he thought this would be the best way. Right. Uh, he said because the bank told him the safest way to send the money would be through bank drafts. Mm. So I told I took their word and bought and bought the bank drafts right there on the spot. He got five one hundred thousand dollar bank drafts, and that's how we sent it. Uh, after careful examination of the shipment, it was determined that the check is counterfeit. Apparently, the U.S. borders claims. Uh, I couldn't believe my ears when they said the checks were counterfeit. I was doing what the bank told me it's to do. It's obvious, it's obvious it can't be counterfeit. Uh, it comes from one of the five biggest banks in Canada. I was just about to say. I was just like, how is this counterfeit when it's coming from uh, TD? And there are TDs in the United States all over the place. Yes. So oh. right now, this money just sits there. The worst part is there's a beneficiary who's dying, literally, yeah. and needs the money to pay the bills so he can get his medical treatment. Oh, man. So, this is horrible. Who, I mean, where does the fault lie here? Does it fall on, on the, on I the think executor, the, the bank, I the just, U.S. border? I think it's just a couple people. I think the border, for one, for not having any sort of empathy towards the situation, be like, okay, we get it. Here's what you should do. Yeah. We're going to just cancel these or, hey, we'll give them back to you and yeah. you give them back to the bank. And ask them how to do this properly again. Right. I just think after I think after a good discussion with you know an understanding individual, uh, they should understand. Like I don't know, they should let that go. I mean, you'd figure there'd be some way to there must be some way to work this out. Uh, medical bills are piling up more than sixty thousand dollars so far in <laughs> medical bills. Which, of course, you know, is, is in the States, there's no, you know, it's just a free-for-all down there for medical bills. It's, it's nuts, and it's so expensive. Um, yeah. Uh, Sally says the bank should be accountable. I yes. tend to agree with that. Yes, I agree. Uh, um, <clears throat> but the, 
there's got to be a way to cancel them, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't understand how they just can't cancel it. Yeah, and just be like, okay, let's just restart this again. This whole process, this whole process again. I mean, I've had <clears throat> it's it's really weird just to kind of have money that is yours just kind of floating out there. Yeah, just in limbo somewhere. In limbo. It yeah. happened to me, <clears throat> I think, two years ago when I went to a bank machine to deposit some money. Mm. And then the bank machine was like, hey, you didn't deposit the money. And then I went to the bank teller. I was told of the whole situation. It's yeah. like, oh, we'll get back to you in two weeks. I was like, wait, <laughs> can I just, can you just go to the bank machine and like just get my money out like now? And I'll just go. Right. And ever since I just been going to the tellers and handing them the cash, I was just like, I'm right. not messing with these machines anymore. And in this situation, yeah, this is unbelievable. Well, here's the problem because they're sitting at the border. Those bank drafts are sitting there. It is essentially, it is cash. Essentially, because yeah. yeah. they're sitting there, anyone can take them, and those people could—they could be released, and they could be cash. So I can understand that, but but they're—I'm assuming they're in their names too. Whoever, I think um, when you do the bank draft, it has so. your name and stuff on it. So, and then that's another thing. I just understand how it, how it could be called counterfeit. Oh, anyway, so ridiculous. CD, step your game up. You want to talk about ridiculous? You want to talk about? We got a ridiculous. We got a bonus topic. We're gonna wrap this up quickly. Bonus round, but. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this new law has come into Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yep. Uh, the smoking ban. Yeah. Which basically permits anybody from smoking anything outside in public. And it has a lot of people up in arms. And rightfully so. I don't even smoke myself. No. Nope. But I honestly think that this is crazy. It's a little bit crazy. Uh, there's a bylaw just got passed. 13 to 3 was the vote. Uh, that bans people from smoking cigarettes, cannabis, and vaping <laughs> on, get this, sidewalks, Oy. streets, Whoa. and other municipal properties. If you're caught smoking in the wrong place, the fine can be up to $2,000. <laughs> so, this begs the question. <laughs> begs a lot of questions. Damn it. Halifax, uh, what's going on? What in the world could you pass a bill like this? First of all, first ever, I think. I There's don't, nowhere in Canada. Where else does this happen in Canada? Uh, or North America. Yeah. I don't think for that matter. All my all my vapors out there? Dude, this is... <laughs> my vape nation? The vape nation is dead. <laughs> Forget about it. You got to smoke under a rock. You can't smoke... And and there's some apartment apartments that and living uh, complexes that don't allow smoking in it as well. And people go outside to smoke. Yeah. And then they go, of course go back in. But so yeah. literally now, it's kind of like they're forcing people to quit. Or I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like the article continues about uh, you know tobacco being a highly taxed product. Yeah. And of course the government you know, gets to eat off of that tax. Yes. It's their tax. They're getting it. Probably one of the highest um, tax product there is out there. Yeah. That and booze. That and booze. And you're turning around and telling them, you know, you can't smoke anywhere. Anywhere. And if you do, too large. So we get to take more money it, from you. Yeah. Dude, come on. I don't even not know. Not only did they take the... Dude. The, not only are they they're trying to capitalize on the weed market by taking all that money. Yeah. Now they're just like, uh, as if we weren't taxing the normal cigarettes enough. Again, the two thousand dollars up to two thousand dollars. And that, that's another thing. What delegates you right. to make the charge up to two thousand dollars? Is it what what kind of property you're standing on? Uh 
What's well, public? You can't. The streets or sidewalks? Well, That's, I know, but it's just like, what's stopping it from being? What's the difference between me giving you five hundred dollar fine? Oh, what's the I have no idea. What makes a difference? That's no what idea. I need to know. Yeah, nobody seems to know. Uh, Brandon Blades, he loves the law, but you can't love the law, man, because you just said, I'm going to blaze a J whenever I want. No, you can't blaze a J whenever you want, man. You can't do that. You can't go play softball and smoke one in the bleachers. That's a public place. That's a public park. You can't yeah. do that no more. You got to go sit in your car under a fucking blanket. Yeah. And darken all the windows so nobody sees you. Yeah. And that's how you're going to smoke. And then. You enjoy that? And it was crazy because a, a couple months ago we covered the story now, uh, I believe. Essentially now, cops are now going to be able to pull you over for anything without probable cause. Is that They passed that law? Well, or how they are they going to know if you're smoking or not like marijuana in your car? Well, that's true. They don't. So now they're going to be able to pull you over, take a little whiff, and be like, okay, you're fine, and God knows how many points you'll lose off your license, or if you just lose your license uh, yeah. in general. Now, on top of that, you have, you're not allowed to smoke outside. Uh, if you do, you're going to be charged like crazy. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not a smoker, and I think this is kind of ridiculous. I think uh, it's, yeah. I think there's it's already fun. smoking areas, uh, you know, no smoking within like 10 feet of a building. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, nothing. And what, imagine tourists. Oh, dude. When they come <laughs> off the cruise ships. <laughs> you think they're going to pay, they're going to pay shit. And imagine if they're starting to tag the tourists, like, man, who's going to want to come here? I was like, oh yeah, Halifax, beautiful city, yeah. but we got tack, we got fined two thousand dollars for for smoking outside. Yeah, I think I'll be, I won't be going back there. Sally brings up a good point. This happens as soon as the weed is legalized. Oh, I know. So that's interesting. Oh, it is. They yeah. they're, they want control over. It. They want uh, like hundred percent control Dude, over. It. This is crazy. They don't want it outside in public at all. I think that Carrie uh, brought up the point. You should make it illegal to throw your cigarette butts on the streets and sidewalks. I agree. I'm th I'm, there's certain things I I agree with. Yeah. But the whole not nothing outside. I don't know, man. You're giving people uh, not many options besides either just quitting. Or or what I don't know. And again, you're just getting and, and like it. Now you're just giving cops like more people to to hate on cops now. Oh, dude, man! Like <laughs> like they have time now. They got to go arrest. Uh, they got to give a fines for smoking. There's other fucking crimes going on, man. Listen, I'm stop mad, a crime. I'm pissed when I get a parking ticket. You, yeah, that's right. This is this holds no comparison now to a par uh, for a, for a parking ticket to a smoking ticket. I can't believe I said it's smoking ticket. A smoking ticket. Unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know, man. What I'm I'm trying to understand what the mind what the thought process behind this is because clearly none. Well there can't be any I mean, walk down Argyle Street on a Saturday night. Walk down anywhere on a any even yesterday, I went out to go Dude. eat with some friends. Yeah. And sometimes after the meal or during the meal, yeah. hey, I'm gonna go out and have a smoke. Pop out for a smoke. <laughs> now you can't do that? You can't even do that anymore. Come on. Good luck. Halifax, good luck. Try to enforce this law. It ain't going to happen. It's, it ain't going to happen. Oh man. Anyways. I mean, it's just not going to I think the only thing I can come up with is that they're trying to avoid people smoking in like public like parks right. where people gather, that kind of thing. This is I get real. that part of it. Why don't you just ban it from public? I think it was banned from public parks. I would understand parks and like where high, a high probability of children and stuff. I get Something that. like that. But what are you going to do? A guy's walking down Spring Garden Road with a cigarette you're, and you're going to give him a ticket? There's going to be cops, more cops walking the beat like crazy. 
Dude, listen. Try to do that when someone went on a drunk night on Saturday when you got 25 people out there smoking. Try to hand out a ticket. See what happens to you. See what happens to you. You think the cops are going to give up? They're not going to give them out, man. They're going to be, I don't want that headache. They'll be like, I didn't see it. I would like to know the the annual report on this. (laughs) Listen. Anyways. Anyway, uh, um, Halifax, focus on some other shit, will you? Yes, anyway. something a little bit more important. Anyway. But at least, uh, I mean, I won't be here for the, this weekend where it's going to be taking taking effect. I'll He's going to a smoking city, <laughs> yeah, called Toronto, yeah. and you can smoke wherever the hell you want. Yeah, the big smoke itself. The big smoke, they call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're leaving tonight? No, tomorrow. No, tomorrow morning. So you'll be gone until when do you come? Monday. Out? I'm not sure if we'll have a show on Monday. I got. I'll, I'll double check my flights. Oh boy. Um, but if we get if I get back early enough on Monday, we'll have a Monday show. If not, I'll probably see you guys on Tuesday. Here's a quick note. Ben says, I even saw an article in the US basically telling people planning on traveling to Halifax to leave your smokes and lighters at home. It's oh, already starting. People. There you go. There goes the tourism. Wow. Uh yeah, so you'll be back Monday. You don't know what time of time yet? No, I think All it right. is later in the afternoon. So I'm gonna okay. say safe. <laughs> We'll have a show on Tuesday. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you'll have a good time up there. Yeah, and you got your event happening tomorrow? I have an event. Yeah, I get to plug an event for the first time. <laughs> what? You, you get to plug events? No, I don't have events. You had the Do ladies' I? night a couple, week, Ooh, couple months baby ago. Ladies. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen are welcome to come out because today is the kickoff to Pride. Yes. Pride week starts today officially, and tomorrow, if you are in Halifax, uh, we're gonna have a little get together at the Pint Rooftop Patio. We're having a party throwdown. Uh, it's gonna kick off our Pride for us, and uh, we're gonna have Kin Crew performing there. It's gonna be a wild night, and the weather is gonna be uh, muy bueno tomorrow. Yeah. It's supposed to be 27 degrees, clear. So yeah. if you want to party anywhere tomorrow night, the place to be Pint Rooftop. I'll be there. You should be there. Yeah, come out. So come on through and check that out. Great view of the newly renovated Argyle Street. And speaking of renovations, the Pint renovated their patio and it's looking mighty fine. I went up there yeah. a couple weeks ago with a friend and it looks great. The, the guys did a great job there. So tomorrow, uh, weather's going to be great, ladies and gentlemen. I think if you're looking for anything to do, that would be uh, a place to hit up. That's the place to be. Yeah. I can't guarantee any smoking outside the building, but <laughs> aside from that, yeah. it's going to be the joint. So definitely come up to that. Yes. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of Talking Trends. Again, myself and Tony appreciate your time. And if you could, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you find us on iTunes or Google Play, uh, give us a little rating on that and subscribe there too. Anyway, but until then, uh, kisses to you. <laughs> Much love. <laughs> we'll see you on uh, Tuesday. Have a fabulous weekend. Yes. Everybody stay safe. Peace. We out.